0: You have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. This message really I preached to myself um, because Pam and I came back from the United States um, two weeks ago on a Monday night hitting the ground running. My wife knows me pretty well that whenever we're ending something, whether a vacation or a time away, my mind is always going towards what's before me. And so I hit the ground thinking about Christmas, thinking about carols by candlelight, and all the logistics and all the things we had to do and all the moving pieces. Any of you like that? You just think that. You go to bed thinking about it. And so I was thinking about all these things, and uh, I started uh, reading out of Luke 10, verses 38 through 41, and the title that I titled this is Distracted or Listening During This Holiday Season. How many of you have been distracted in the last month? Let me see your hands. Okay, the rest of you guys are liars. There's going to be an altar call at the end of the service. We're distracted. We got work. We know the holiday season's coming up. We know the kids are going to be out of school. Does that produce any fear in you parents? (laughs) We know all these things are coming up. We know that we may be heading up to the Shamba or to the coast or families coming in and so we got to prepare all these things and we get distracted instead of listening and I as your pastor today I'm telling you the last two weeks I've been distracted when I wanted to sit down and just have my quiet time and listen I started immediately I would pray And I would start praying, and then I would start thinking of all the things that I needed to do. Any of you with me? And we get so distracted by many things that sometimes we just, like what David expresses in the Psalms, he says, Selah. Sometimes in this crazy, chaotic, chaotic, weird world that we're living in, we just need to say "La." We need to pause. So my message to me today and to you is, are you distracted or are you listening? This is a very, very familiar passage of scripture, one that we've read many times, but I want to put it in the context of the season we're living in. The last two years have not been normal, whatever normal is. We've been quarantined. We've had curfews. The restaurants, the businesses have closed. We have to wear masks. You know, back in my day, if you wore a mask, you were a robber. But now, everybody wears a mask. And we have to practice social distancing When the Bible says, greet one another with a holy kiss, I can't greet you with a holy kiss or a hug because we are practicing safe distancing. Now, I'm not minimizing the COVID at all, but it has stopped us in many ways from living life. It has distracted us from what is the most important thing. And so in Luke chapter 10, verse 38, if you have your Bible, smartphone, iPad, read with me. It says, now as they went on their way, Jesus entered into a village. This village is is Bethany. This is probably, Bethany is the most favorite place for Jesus to come. Why is that? It's because Mary, Martha, and Lazarus lived there. They were his best friends. They welcomed him many, many, many times and they received him. It was a place where he could withdraw from the crowds, where he could get away from all that push and go and just hang out with some friends. And so they entered into the village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Verse 39. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was, what's the next word? Distracted. Please underline that. That's you and I. That's in the midst of all this craziness. We're just like Martha in many ways. And it says Martha was distracted with what? Much Serving. Many times we're distracted as believers by our serving. After all, God wants us to serve, and he does. He wants us to be hospitable. He wants us to help one another, to pray for one another. But notice she was distracted not by serving, but by much serving. Please hear me. Many of you grew up in a church where you were there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night intercession, Friday night, late night watch, Saturday practice, and Sunday. How many of you know what I'm talking about? And your family went to hell, but you were at church service. And there was much serving, but we missed the most important thing. Now, we need to serve in the body of Christ in our gatherings. I'm not saying that, but notice what it says. It says she was distracted because of much serving instead of listening. And she went up to him, to Jesus, and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word, that it is a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path. Thank you that it is a mirror that we look into and it, rightly reflects where our heart is where our life is and father i just confess this morning i'm i'm right where martha is even writing this message it was difficult because i was so distracted and lord we've all been distracted but today lord i pray through your holy spirit that you will help us to choose what is the good portion And there are many things that vie for our attention and distraction, but there is one thing that we can choose today that is the good portion. Father, through your Holy Spirit, here in this gathering and online, speak to our heart to just say la, to pause, to reflect, to remember, To take time just to smell the fresh air or to sit and uh, to see the birds, to sit with family members and friends over a cup of coffee, to reminisce, Lord, we've been so busy that we've missed you, even in our serving, we get so religious. And we feel so satisfied because of our serving instead of the being and having the good portion in our life. So, Lord, just anoint this message. Speak to our hearts today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's go back up to verse 38. Some things I just want us to look at. In the midst of being distracted and also listening... There are things that are important to us during this season and also in our life. It says, and Martha did what? She welcomed him. Listen, part of the Christian life is hospitality. One of the reasons I believe that Jesus wanted to go to Bethany and get away, it was a place of welcoming. It was a place where he was received. Yes, they recognized him as the Lord and the Savior, but it was a place where he could lounge, he could eat with them. And the first place was Mary welcomed him. Romans 12 tells us there are many different gifts. One of those gifts, it says, if you have the gift of serving, serve. Or some translations say, if you have the gift of hospitality, give hospitality. Now, I know what several of you are thinking. You're thinking, Craig, that's not me. I don't have the gift of hospitality. Praise God, I'm not in this equation. No, every one of us can be hospitable. But there are some of you, like if I go to your house and I happen to bring the staff... You're not freaked out by that. You know what I'm talking about? Those type of people. They, they say, oh, welcome, come in. We didn't know you were coming, but come in. You are welcome. Ah, we're also hungry. You know, my staff is always hungry. And they go, no problem. They may only have some Mugali left, but all of a sudden they whip up this gourmet meal. You know what I'm talking about? And they put it on the table, whereas me, if that was me and someone came to my house unexpected, I'd say, hey, stay outside. I'll be out in a minute. And I may have some coffee and chai, but you ain't getting anything else. I'm not going to cook. But there are those people that have this gift. I believe Martha and Mary and Lazarus had this gift. But what I want you to see in this holiday season is that we're called to serve one another. Also in Galatians 6.10, it says, Therefore, let us, us being believers, do good to some people. That's not what it says. It says, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. I don't know about you, but now Pam and I have almost been here four years. And it can be very, you can become callous to the situations and the uh, circumstances are around you. This time of season, the, the beggars, the hackers that are constantly knocking on your window door or the the crippled person, person sitting in the street with a cup. You know what I'm talking about. And we can become cold and callous. Now I believe as God leads us, we need to be led of the spirit and follow the spirit. But sometimes we get so callous and distracted That we forget to see the needs of others. We're thinking about the food on Christmas Day. Nothing wrong with that. We're thinking about the gifts. We're thinking about all these things and we're distracted and we've missed the heart of Jesus in this season. We've missed what it's all about. You know, I purposely keep coins in my car so that when God prompts me to give, I give. That's the only reason why I keep coins. I don't like coins, I hate coins. But the only reason I keep it in the car is so that I can give. But I got to be honest with you, there are times when I felt the Lord say, Craig, give something. And I've justified not obeying because I was busy doing the work of God. Because I was distracted that I had to go to a meeting, that I had to get to this place. I had to go to a person. All I'm saying is this, y'all, let's keep our eyes open. Let's keep our heart open. Let's not become so callous that we miss opportunities to bring good news of great joy to people that are all around us. Just think, in the room today, not even counting the ones online, if this week we had the opportunity to bring good news of great joy to someone, and we took the time to stop We took that time and we saw that mama walking across the street with a big basket to stop and say, can I carry that for you? We're not looking for grand things. We're looking in the simple things. That's where Jesus invades all of this. She welcomed him. Notice verse 39. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to his teaching you know what's amazing about this Jesus was recognized as a rabbi no woman ever sat at the foot of a rabbi did you know that no rabbis would allow women to sit at their feet but here in Mary Martha and Lazarus home Mary's busy preparing the food there's nothing wrong with that But yet Mary chose to sit at his feet. You know what's interesting? Jesus didn't rebuke her. Is that not amazing? Let me tell you something. Jesus was the greatest revolutionary for women the world has ever seen. He's the one that set women free. That's why we have prophetesses. We have deaconesses. They weren't just put out to pasture. They're an integral part from Genesis to Revelation of the history of God and the redemption of mankind through Jesus Christ. But here we see Mary is sitting there, and what's she doing? She's listening. She could have been thinking, I know Martha is there. I hear her in the kitchen banging pots and pans. I hear her saying, where is that, Mary? But she chose to focus on the words of Jesus. She chose to focus on him, and she listened to what he was saying. Let me ask you, have you set aside time this season to listen and to learn have you set aside time whether it's a YouTube video or listening to a podcast or reading a book have you intentionally planned to still yourself to quiet your mind to listen to what God is saying to your heart not your husband or wives not your kids because you need to be filled you need to have your cup to overflowing. And you can't give what you don't have. So Mary was listening to the teaching. Verse 40. But Martha was, what's the word? Distracted with much serving. Please hear me. There's nothing wrong with serving. A no matter of fact, it's godly. God calls us as a body to serve first corinthians 12 says there are many parts in the body and each one of us has a part please hear me this morning you have a part in the body of christ you've been given gifts and ability i would love to sing like noel and play the keyboard or to play the guitar well first of all i don't want to practice so that's never going to happen But God's given these guys, these singers, these players, this gift to use. For what? For the body of Christ so that we would be built up. Every one of you has a part. What is that part? I don't know. You need to ask God. But when we are serving, the body is built up, everyone comes together, and Jesus is glorified. So Martha was distracted because of much serving. Now, first I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, every one of you that are serving today for Carols by Candlelight. Thank you. I am, I am overwhelmed by the graciousness of our people that have volunteered time. It's a long day. I believe Jules was here at 6.30 this morning, and we've been others. Edwin and his team have been here, and they've been working. They've been working to set up everything. I am so thankful that we have a body that comes together for the glory of Jesus. So I want to say thank you. Verse 41, but the Lord answered her. So Martha says, hey, my sister, she's, She's just sitting there doing nothing. You know, sometimes sitting and listening to the Lord appears like we're doing nothing. But in reality, we're doing the best thing that we can do. Are you with me? Don't let people say, well, just because you're not doing something and try to guilt you and condemn you, if you are doing the good portion, good portion, You stay at it until God says, okay, good. Now you can go play. You can go serve. He said to her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled. Two words there. Anxious or worrying and troubled. Matter of fact, this was affecting her physically, mentally, emotionally. He says, you are affected and you're anxious and troubled about many things, But one thing is necessary. Now, let's break this apart. First of all, I've heard preachers that preach this, and they said Jesus just rebuked her. You know, he gave her a a hard spanking. But what I want you to notice here, he uses her name twice. Whenever the Lord uses a name twice, usually it's, it's a term of endearment. It's not like, Martha, Martha, you should know better than this. It's an endearing term. He says, Martha, Martha. And then he goes on to say, You're anxious and troubled. Why are you anxious and troubled about all these things? You all, how many of you are going to have a Christmas dinner together? Let me see your hands. Okay, in that, you have to prepare the food. I don't know what you're going to have, but in the States, we'd have ham or turkey, we would have mashed potatoes, noodles, green bean casserole, I'm hungry. How many of you say we go to lunch? And so that doesn't just take 30 minutes, does it? It takes all day, and then you have a meal and everybody sits down, then you gotta clean all the dishes. And you gotta do all these other things. And so we can be troubled and anxious. Well, is all this stuff going to get done? Let me tell you something. If the ugali doesn't get done, it's okay. Now, I know some of you are saying, no way. We all got to have ugali. If things aren't perfect, it's okay. Sometimes we try to make everything so perfect, it gets stressful in our household. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mama gets angry, and when Mama is not happy, nobody's happy. And she was troubled and anxious about many things, but he said, one thing is necessary, and this is for me, and it's for you. One thing is necessary this holiday season. One thing, that's it. He didn't say two things. He said one thing. And then he goes on, the second part. He says, Mary has chosen the good portion. I love that. That's ESV. That's for you, TC. That's ESV version. It says, she has chosen the good portion. So what does that tell us? It tells us there are other portions in the body of Christ. There are other things that we can gain and benefit in the body of Christ, but he says she has chosen the good portion, the best. And he said it will not be taken away from her. Listen, during this holiday season, when you choose the good portion, it will never be taken away from you. The enemy can't steal it. He can't rob it from you. He can't try to guilt you because it's yours, because you chose it. And what you need to understand, you have to choose it. The Holy Spirit may prompt you, but he's not going to make you. He leads you. It is our choice to choose the good portions. So, I want to end with some questions. Worship team, you can come up. I want to close with some questions to ask all of us during this season. Next week, we're going to be in the book of Luke. Patrick will be bringing the message. And then on Christmas Day, Morel will be bringing the Christmas message out of John chapter 1. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Focusing our thoughts in this season on really the reason for this season. And it truly is Jesus. So let me ask you a question. You answer this in your mind. Meditate on it this week. Are you welcoming? Are you hospitable? Have you become cold and callous to the needs that are around you? Have you become insensitive during this season? You know, this year, Just here at KVC, many of our family members lost family due to COVID, some of it for other reasons. Many in our family have lost their jobs. It's been very stressful. Children, little children having to go to hospitals with heart conditions, with issues in their life. And we hear these things and it can be very easy for us to say, well, that really doesn't affect my immediate family. I'm not saying today, please hear me. I'm not saying you have to do something unless the Lord prompts you. But what I'm saying A moment to say, Lord, would you please be with this little girl? Would you please be with this family? Lord, I don't have anything at this time, but what I have is my prayer. And that God, you would release your angels and send comfort in the time of pain and loss and distraction and discouragement. There's a lot of suffering around us. You know, as pastors here at KVC, weekly, weekly, almost daily, we get texts, messages, and phone calls of heartache that you wouldn't believe. And even that, we can become callous. But God has called us to be filled with compassion, just as it says of Jesus, and he was filled with compassion. Are your priorities in order this holiday season? Only you can answer that. Are your priorities in order? Have you set Jesus, the good portion, at the center? Are you sitting and listening or distracted? Are you troubled and anxious about many things? You see, being anxious or worrying doesn't add anything to the situation. Matter of fact, it only makes it worse. But when Jesus says, my peace I give you, my peace I leave with you means that we don't have to carry those burdens. We don't have to be anxious. Or distracted, but we can walk even in the midst of hardness, even in the midst of pain, even in the midst of all the distraction, we can have a peace that the world doesn't have. And that is a promise from God's Word. And God's promises for you and I are yes and amen. Are you bothered at others? Because they don't seem to be doing as much serving as you. And they seem to be doing nothing. And maybe by looking at others, it makes you feel better because you can justify what you're not doing based on looking at someone else. That's a tough one. And then the last question. Have you chosen the good portion? Have you made a choice? You see, right now, today, you can make that choice to say, Lord, I'm giving you this good portion, not just for the holiday season, but for my life. I choose to sit and listen and learn versus being distracted, distraught, and discouraged. I know this message is for our body today because it was for me. And so I'm not just preaching this message to preach it to you, I'm preaching to myself. I'm excited Pam and I are having our sons and daughter-in-law come. But I don't want to be distracted because I, I, wanna, I want to see the good portion even when we have our time with our kids and our daughter-in-law. I don't want to be so distracted about doing this and that, that I want to savor the good portion with us together as a family. I want us to savor what Jesus is doing. Yes, there'll be laughter. There's going to be fun. We're going to have food. We're going to do all that stuff. And in the midst of all that, the good portion can be in the midst of it. So have you chosen the good portion? Maybe some of you have come today and you're online and you're just like Martha. How do do you become undistracted? How do you not become distraught and troubled? This is where you begin. It's a place of surrender. It's a place where you say, Lord, I'm giving you my troubles, my distractions, and you can name them. And instead, Lord, I want your peace. I want your peace. I want to walk in that peace in this season so that this holiday season is a time of listening and learning. Let's stand.